Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Harry and Tom Messing Made podcast. This is episode 13 and we're going to be going over common objections that we you might be getting in SMA, in your SMA meetings, how to handle these objections and yeah, just a roadmap of what you can do, what you shouldn't be doing and, uh, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, and 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 this this doesn't need to be a very long podcast today because um, handling objections is there it's a big, big worry for a lot of people. It's where a lot of people go wrong and they fail because they could ha- if they'd handle it better, they would have turned it around and probably got the business um, at least. So what is handling objection? Well, how would you define handling objection, Harry? I would say what you, so when someone, when a client says an objection or a reason why they don't want to work with you or a negative, yeah a negative on what you've just tried to sell them yeah how you go about handling that overcoming it and carrying on with your sales process okay exactly that so when someone responds to what you've said to them in a proposal but in a negative way basically saying i don't want to work with you okay so they will give a reason for that now we all know the reasons for it now 90 percent of the time it's down to price and it comes down to other factors like they don't want to do it right now or they want you to guarantee results or can you give them testimonials? All these things are reasons that they don't want to act and commit to you. As a salesperson, and this is unfortunately when you're in SMMA and you're running your own agency, there's a, there's a big proportion that is sales and it's something that everyone can learn. And you do, it's very interesting that, that most of you can actually get really, really good at it just by practice, okay? So anyone can do it. It's just practice to do it. When you are doing the presentation and someone says to you, well, yes, I do know. I like what you're saying, Harry, but, you know, I think price wise, I don't think, I don't think I can afford it. Yeah. Okay. You're too expensive, Harry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which we get all the time. Mm -hmm. Do you go? Ah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you know, it was nice talking to, to you today and, and, I'll catch up with you another time. No. Now, is that, is that, no. So is that an effective way of handling that? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. So is this, is this reaction an effective way? So I'm sorry, Harry, like your price wise, you're just way out. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't really justify that. I think it's too expensive for me. And if I responded with, oh, well, you know, I could um, look at the price. Um, you could see what I could do for you. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah and stumble on it. Now, is that an effective way of handling an objection? Nope. No. And it's not because it's not coming from a place of authority, okay? And you're also doubting your own price, and you're also instantly lowered your value. So that's a big problem. Or you can, is this an effective way? So someone says, you're too expensive. Um, I can't work with you, you're too expensive, Harry. And you go, well, the price is what it is. Is that an effective way of doing this? No, it's not because that's showing that from a place of arrogance, complete lack of um, empathy, which is a huge problem. And it's just, it's not really very pleasant and kind. Nope. So, you know, it's going to get that back up. So that's not how you do it. What you need to do, and this is with any objection, whether it is price or do you have any testimonials and say you're new to this game and you don't, then that's a tricky, tricky one. Okay. No, no testimonials, price. Um, haven't got time to do it, maybe in the new year. Big one, especially when you get to about October time. That's a very, very common response you're going to get in SMMA is we'll leave it till next year. 
And then things like, you know, can you guarantee me, guarantee me results? I don't want to commit to you unless I can see some results. Again, fair, but quite common. You have to respond in a structured way. Now, what I mean by that is, and those listening to this, if you're driving or you're at your computer, you're watching it on YouTube, listening to it on the Spotify, whatever, write this down. This is called the 3R technique. Now, Harry, you, you're familiar with the 3R technique. We teach it in the academy. Um, so this is a bit of an exclusive, really. But like the 3R technique is designed for you to handle any objection effectively once. You can then go back and redo the 3R technique if they've said no twice. OK, and really you want to try when you get an objection, you do want to accept the second or third no. OK, when a client says no, initially, sometimes it's out of panic. When they say no the second time, it could be that they've just got some un, they've got some some fear behind it because you've not answered all their questions. If they say no the third time, that it is like yeah, you're, you're really banging your head up against a brick wall. So what is the three R technique in handling objections in SMMA? It's called the it's called three R because it's repeat, reassure, resume. Okay, follow that process, people. It will get you massive results. You'll probably ten x your outcomes on on handling objections by following this technique. First thing, so someone says to you, "You're too expensive." You have to repeat what they've said. That shows you have listened. Okay, so Harry, hit me with it. Yeah, Tom, I've just been looking over your proposal and. It looks great, but I think it's just too expensive for, for us at this time with all the outgoings that we have. Um, okay, fine. Yeah. So point number one, what he's just said is I'm going to say, look, I totally understand outgoings are important and you're finding this a bit un the pricing a bit uncomfortable for you. Okay. That's the first thing I've done. The first thing I've done is gone, yeah, totally agree with you. I get you. I understand you. I've listened. I've listened to your concern registered in this. Okay. <laughs> and those that are listening, I'm pointing to my head. Okay. Um, fine. So you just said that, said that bit. I would then repeat you. I would then, the second point out of the three R's is reassure them. They want an arm around them. They want something that you're going to tell them that will help them feel better about your cost. So Harry said, look, you're too expensive. I'll be like, yes, look, I understand you're uncomfortable with the price at the moment. And it is without the, with the outgoings you have, I do understand it's the push. However, this is my reassuring. However, we will be running ads on multiple platforms. So you're going to be hitting a huge reach of people. We will have an incredible strategy that will back this up. Okay. I've done it with many different people. Um, also, don't say that if you haven't, because that will fucking bite you. If you say that you've worked with a ton of clients in that industry and you haven't, and we'll come on to that maybe another time, but say to them, we have a very good strategy. We have an incredible amount of platforms that we can target your business on. The price that I've given you is based on many factors like my communication skills, which you're going to hear from me a lot. We're going to go through all the stats on a regular basis. We're going to monitor the ads and we're going to be really super careful with your ad spend. Okay. Now, what I've done there, just to shut that bit off, what I've done there is really try to make it sound like it's okay trust me, hold my hand. Come on, let's do this together. Let, let's, I know it's expensive, but there's a reason for that. You're getting all this shit for that money per month. It's okay. All right. So that's the second bit. Now the third bit is to resume. So once you've repeated, once you've reassured, you then resume like nothing's happened. So you're going to go, so look, 
you know, we can advertise you on multiple platforms and, you know, you're going to get great communication, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, really, John, I would like to ask you, or really, Harry, I'd like to ask you, you know, when would it be best suited for you to start this type of in-depth strategy for your business? When would you really like to get going with that? Yeah. I've not then gone, oh, does, that, does all that information really help you to, would you like to sign with me? I've just kind of presumed in a, not in an arrogant way, but in a very assumptive way that, look, I knew you had an issue on price. I've just told you you're getting a whole bunch of shit for that value. Now let's, should we move on? Let's get yeah. onto it. A good, a good reassurance for the price is always, John, this, this is an investment into your business. This isn't an expense. It's, you know, th- there's the potential here to get a massive return on this, on this, on this uh, investment into your business. Like this is marketing. You're going to be pushing your product into loads of people with an incredible strategy led by two or one amazing marketers. And, you know, hopefully you're going to be in a, a leading agency eventually. Yeah. Like you, you're going to get clients back. You're going to get sales. You're going to get amazing brand awareness. You're going to get, it's going to be branded amazing. Like that, that, and that's a, that's a really good way to assure assure you know reassure them that their money's being spent in the correct place for their business completely absolutely spot on and well put and that that technique guys is three r technique repeat reassure resume you don't have to repeat and then go back to them it all happens in one go that is all straight that is all verbally coming out of you within about 40 seconds so you repeat their issue repeat their concern shows you're listening reassure them shows that you care and then resume shows that you want the business and you don't, you're not phased by it. Yeah. You know, that's the key thing. If every, if every client that we've worked with said, oh, Tom and Harry, you're, just, you're so expensive. And I was like, oh God, are we? I know I'm expensive. I know my fees are high because I know what they're going to get. Yeah. And therefore I, I, I do the third part, the resume bit so easily because I'm just like, come on, like, yeah, all right. Everyone's said this. I've heard it a million times and 90% of us sign. So let's stop, stop dicking around and get on with it, if you know what I mean, in the nicest possible way. Yeah. That's the three, three R technique. And, it, yeah. and Harry, people will be thinking, yeah, but that's fine for price. You know, what, what do I say if it's, if it's time? It's the same process. Oh, I haven't got time to do it this year. I'll do it next year. I'll be like, look, I do understand. Timing may not be right for you. I fully, fully appreciate that. However, my experience hitting this project now at this time of the year would have a great effect in the run-up to the end of the year and actually give you a better opportunity to push you through to next month or the following 2023. Like, it's a really good time to act. But I do understand it may not be for you, but it's from experience could be a really, really good opportunity. Now, with that being said, if we are going to start this, end of October works for me personally. I would love to get going with you and, and put you in this place from really over the next three weeks. Yeah. And a lot of people will do this naturally. Like you and I do it naturally. Now you and I don't think you and I don't sit in a meeting and go, right. Free our technique. This is where I need to implement it. Let me do this, this, this. You just naturally do it. And a lot of people will probably do the repeat and reassure or like two of them or one of them or whatever. But now hopefully after listening to this, you can kind of piece the things together and just naturally do it in your next meetings. But yeah, a big thing for me, mate, when handling objections, which is a bit different to the free R technique, but also the same is, is actually listening to their objections and not being stubborn and arrogant against what they're saying. If someone says they can't afford your, your services because the overall project um, investment is too much money, listen to them and think, right, well, what does work for them? Literally ask them what does work for them yeah. and then, re, even, then redo your proposal. Like it shouldn't just be, 
this, take it or leave it. You have to have that almost essence about you or that that aura around you when you're delivering your presentation, but also be a nice person and listen to them. Like if they're asked, if they're saying the price is too expensive, that's not them saying, I don't believe in your service. They believe in the service. They just can't potentially, they don't in their head justify that price just yet. So yeah. bring it down, take a, f- a few services off, make your life easier and just, and go from there. Like, I think it's important to listen to what they're saying. Yeah, completely. You know, we've, we've got to, we've got a client at the minute or potential client at the moment who we've spoken to in the last 10 days. And he has said that price-wise is just too much because he's getting married um, in December and it puts a lot of financial pressure on him. Now, that's fine. The the way me and you handle that is we're going to remove some service because he may not need all those bits of service straight away. And we're also going to go back to him. I've got a call with him um, over the next couple of days to say, well, look, what is what is feasible for you? Like what how? How do you want to see this working and what can you afford? Now, could be they go, well, I can only do 400 a month. Fine, no problem. Good luck. Let's talk after you've got married. That's what I'd say. I'd say fine, because I'm not going to do that fee. But actually, it could be that we can meet somewhere between him, his, his opportunity and my opportunity. We can meet somewhere in the middle. But if you are going to lower your fee, don't fulfill all the services that were in the initial fee. You need to take some of it off. Yeah, but I think it's, that's that's also just being self-aware, and also the same way, the same way you want to build that relationship in a meeting, have that personal aspect to it as well. Don't be that really robotic corporate no, person be, that be says, caring. Yeah, and put, so I understand. You know that person, that guy that we spoke to, getting married later in the year. Yeah, I get that. That's a huge. You know, I've been married. That's a huge stress on you. Um, it's like when you move house. You know, there's things that are. There are also some objections that clients give you. By the way, people that are fucking genuine like they can't do it right now because they've got a couple of kids and they're going through a divorce or they can't do it because they haven't got enough employees to follow up the service and they've just let two people go because they've quit on them there are genuine reasons sometimes when people just can't do it with you but you can gauge that you know and, and be be empathetic to it be understanding to it and also do not write them off and never follow them up again that is a key, key mistake people make is they go, oh, he told me I was too expensive and he was, trying to, he was giving me shit that he didn't want to do it right now, blah, 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 blah. Well, actually, me and Harry come along, do a better pitch better, or better presentation and we then get it at probably a higher cost because we got him at the right time. So always follow these people back, even if they said, no way, no way, I don't want to do it. One day it could be yes way, actually, I've, my circumstances have changed. I'm actually in the market now. I do need, I do need some marketing help. Yeah. And how, and how important it is that you keep that relationship going. Keep it going. Text them every now and then. Text them, them, like, when's the wedding? Or how did the wedding go in the new year? Don't go in and say, you thought about your marketing again. Ask them about the wedding that leads to the, to the thing, because that's, that's, that's what's going to separate you from everyone. And we, mate, we literally spoke this morning about our conversion rate with clients, trying to think of meetings that we'd had that hadn't eventually come off. And the amount of the, the percentage of people that we've had meetings with that haven't eventually become paying clients of ours in one way or another is very, very low. Very low. Because of how well we keep that relationship going. Like if you get a, if you get a, you end a meeting where they say you're too expensive and you almost clock out and go, oh, fine, we'll talk another time, block, remove your connection on LinkedIn because you're annoyed or whatever. Not that you'd ever do that. That's yeah. such a terrible way to go about business. The more pink things you can keep open, the more, 
your network grows, they might they might not come on with you with a client, but they might recommend you to someone because you left on such good terms and you really yeah. cared about them. Like that's so true. important. It, it, it really is. And there's no excuse for it. And, and it's not difficult. It's really, really easy to do that, especially in today's world where we can drop people a message, a DM, and just be like, hey, what's up? Just, just thought I'd check in, see how things are. How's business? Oh, it's great. Don't need any help. Okay, cool. They're always here if you do. You know, you never know. And then it just takes someone to be like, oh, I've got referred to you by John. And John's never worked with us. Yeah. You know, you, you never know. You never know how it's going to go. Yeah, I think, well, I think that's it in a nutshell, really. Yeah, I think it is. I can't yeah. think of any. Yeah, like 3R, te- 3R technique is really, really powerful. I was taught it in, well, it must have been like 2002, 2003, um, when I first started into sales. So it's really powerful. It does work. Um, and it also works in a way that doesn't seem really pushy. You don't want to keep going down that and then push, 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 because they'll just hang up and be like, this guy's an asshole. But actually doing the 3R technique in a structured way, it, 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 will, it will really, really help you. Yeah. Well, mate, that's a good way to end, mate. Yeah. You wrap it up there. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Cool. cool. Well, guys, if you um if you enjoyed that piece of sales advice, we've got a full sales boot camp in our academy. If you want to click the link in the description, check it out. There's a 20 minute video on the, the landing page where I go through pretty much everything in the academy, what you get, what it entails, how much access you get to Tom and I, and really just how we can take your agency to the next level and get you signing clients on repeat and getting amazing results. So click the link, check it out, drop us a message on Instagram, Tom underscore SMA, Harry underscore SMA. If you have any questions at all, we can hop on a call if you want to, to, to answer any questions or whatever um, and, and kind of go from there. Um, if you haven't watched the previous episode, episode 12, we discussed what it takes to kind of um, undertake a really successful SMA meeting um, to give you more information about how you even get to the point of handling objections. So the link will be somewhere here. Give it a watch and uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next one.